Take my hand Take my little hand Walk with me And if you can Understand I didn't plan For this road I'm on But here I stand Hello, I'm Lynn Browder, and you are listening to the Sweet Baby O podcast. I have a son, Owen, who is 10, and he has autism, and I decided to start this podcast to share our emotions, our daily life, the things that I've tried, our our challenges and our victories, and you know all those little steps that we take to further uh, Owen's education and, and what he's learning and just everything. Uh, There's so many little moving parts of of life in general. And then when you add in all the emotions and all the, the daily the daily things that we do in life, you know, that's that's what we're working towards, um, those life skills. And that's been one of my my concerns lately with Owen is is teaching him life skills. Uh, (laughs) We are in this let's hide food phase, and I don't quite know why or when or how it started, um, but it's a thing. It's a thing now, and I'm not really sure why it's a thing or what to do about it. It's just one more behavior that has crept up on me, and I'm not quite sure where it falls under the category. He um, knows how to ask for food. He's learning to look for food or get food. There are certain foods that I keep low on a shelf um, for him uh, to be able to get, uh, like his um, veggie straws or his chips or his drinks or different things like that, so he can easily get to them. But he's started to hide food. And I'm not sure if it's um, hiding on... Um, a necessity. He thinks he he wants it for later, or if it's just like it got stuck to his clothes, so he hides it under a pillow, and then he's like, oh, I'm going to get that later. I haven't quite figured out what the steps are, but it's a thing. And so when we were um, getting ready, um, he lifted up a pillow, a different pillow on the, the couch than his normal one to go, his normal go-to pillow to put something under. And there was cheese from his pizza from the night before, and he was just about to eat it. And I was like, okay, we have cheese now under the pillow. Um, You know, how many hiding spots are there? How many things have I missed? And (laughs) what, you know, what other food, what, what, what's going on? So, these are all the behaviors that I'm kind of like working through because, you know, it's not something that I expect. It's not something that I like have thought, oh, my child's going to go hide cheese under a pillow. I just like, this is a new territory. And so you, you have to kind of like add it to a list of which category this falls under and then move from there because, I'm sure it's associated with something else that's happening or it's just really random, but 
And it doesn't happen, well, I should say I don't think it happens every single day, but there's a lot of pillows and a lot of hiding spaces in the house. So uh, there could be veggie straws or Cheerios or who knows what, where, under a pillow. I mean, he he will run to my room and put something under my pillow. Um, and so, you know, this is a whole new category of what to expect <laughs> when we're doing something else. And so I breathe because, you know, it, it's about learning the skills. I always say autism is as much about how I handle it as it is about Owen having it. Now, this is so true in my mind because he is hiding food. You know, I don't know all the steps to get him to not hide food. Uh, you know, I look at the big picture. I look at the fact that he knows now when he asks for food, uh, he then gets food. He also has breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. And a lot of times that's just prepared and put in front of him, depending on the situation, depending on where he is. He may or may not be asked if he wants a particular food he may just be served if he's at school or if we you know go out to dinner or something like that he has certain foods that he'll eat at certain locations or once and we try to kind of um, differ from that a little bit so that he has a variety and he truly eats a wide variety of foods for his age for his sensory issues that he has with food for having autism he he really truly eats a wide variety so there's many steps in this process of why he's started hiding food. And I don't know the answer to this. I don't know what the solution is. I'm still stuck on blue pants. We're still trying to get through that little hurdle. So I'm, I'm looking at research um, and trying to kind of help him like calm, find ways to calm himself and find ways to redirect his energy and redirect his thought process and help him to kind of realize that it doesn't matter in my mind, what someone's wearing. Uh, it matters to him, and I'm, I'm trying to explain to him that his feelings matter. His feelings matter about the food as well, but there's more to it. We can't tell the entire world to not wear blue pants. We can't tell them not to eat a banana. A banana is another trigger for him for meltdowns. We can't tell them not to do something when we are out in the world. And that is really hard for him because he looks at somebody and he needs them to be in that color of blue, those blue pants. And it's especially hard on him when he knows the person, but it's, it, it's anybody in general, but it's really hard when he expects someone to be in a specific outfit. And, you know, I've been doing a lot of research on, on the brain and the brain connectors and the, the, just the whole map of all of it. And it's very fascinating how all of our senses work together and how, of, how our, you know, cortex and the, the body and all of these moments. And hopefully I, I can kind of see, like, why the pathways or where the pathways go, not necessarily the why, because... 
that's beyond me, I'm sure. But just to, to kind of see what he's looking at and, and how that's going through his brain to find an answer. There's got to be more than just, you know, that's autism. That's what he does. That's, you know, the, the moment he's in because there's such a triggered response when he sees a particular object or he sees someone in blue pants. He wants me to always wear blue pants, pink shoes, my pink shoes, a pink uh, variety shirt. I have several that he goes through that he wants me to wear, and he wants me to now wear this pink hat. So we've come a long way because he used to not want me to wear my hat up or or my, my hair up or a hat on or anything different, you know, with my, my head. And he wanted me to be in summer clothes and winter clothes and home clothes and, and very specific things. And so we've come a long way, but there's still a part that I'm missing. There's still a part that we're all missing in that connection of why he needs these particular things. And I try to make sure that I validate his emotions, his connections to it, his feelings, but in reality, and to say it, it just kind of like hurts me because for him, this is reality. He wants the blue pants. He needs the blue pants. But in the reality of it, not everybody can wear blue pants. Not everybody can do the things that he needs them to do on a daily basis. So we have to find that middle ground that allows us to go through life without blue pants, without, you know, food under the pillow, without the door being shut exactly the right way, the lights on, the lights off, all of these little things, stoplights being all green, the car is doing the right thing. He needs to sit on the correct side, the right side, the left side, depending on if he's in the bus or in the car. And all of those are situational moments visual moments, behavioral moments, whatever they are, there's steps that he needs to go through to get past them. That that's such like a gut punch to me because that it's such an emotional journey when I know we have to walk out that door and I know that there are probably a hundred things just to get to our car that he is going to have to walk through that journey to be able to open the door and sit in his seat without picking a leaf, 10 leaves, a hundred leaves, whatever it is, off of the sidewalk, talking about a lady that hasn't been on the corner for over three years with her dog, might be four or five now, all the years are blending together talking about someone sitting on the sidewalk, talking about someone sitting on the stairs with their dogs, talking about someone saying hello that's not even outside. There's so many more, and he goes through all of those. He doesn't necessarily mention them every single single time we walk out the door, but he looks to the left, to the right, to the middle, every inch in between and every step he takes. There's a moment that he has to push through to get to the car. And I mean, in reality, we all do that, but with him, it's triggers. It's it's complete triggers that at certain times, the lady 
not being on the corner with her dog, walking her dog, that's going to create a moment that will send him into meltdown because he needs that as picture perfect. He needs her to be standing on that corner with her dog talking to us. How do you move on from that when that is a three plus year thing? He gets upset when there's a visual cue that is not meeting his expectations in that moment. I don't know how to change that. I don't know how to stop that progression when he is so into each one of those scenarios. There's so many, and there, there's a key to that. There's some kind of key, and, you know, there's, there's rules for breaking these behaviors. There's rules for changing these behaviors. There's a routine for doing all this. But when you're a mama and you're tired, how do you go through all of those steps? How do you take those behaviors and change them? And how do you remember to help him change and grow and learn when you're worried about putting his glasses on and you know making sure that he's got the left shoe on the left foot and the right shoe on the right foot and just every one of those steps you breathe you breathe you breathe and this journey again is as much about me understanding and being compassionate and learning and loving as it is about him having autism because we're human. We are human and looking at this, there's so much to it. So, you know, I don't know why he's putting food under his pillows, the pillows all over the house. I, you know, and who knows where else they are. You know, it could be under a picture. I don't know at this point, a book in a book, I'm not really sure. So, you know, he needs the rules and his routine, but you know, we need them as much, the parents, the, the siblings, the other people in his lives, the going to school, the, the just his activities. All of those are things that we still have to do even with those rules and those routines happening around us. So it's, it's not always about just changing a behavior. It's, it's about changing the routine. It's about opening up to other options. It's about changing the thought process. It's about finding new regimens, finding new routines, finding new therapies or new ways or new doctors that can give insight on something that is the next step. Uh, I, I'm just, you know, where I'm looking at all of these sensory moments together and, and our senses with the hearing and our visual and our, you know, smell and the, the touch, all of these things are, are part of how we live our daily life. And him being so visual and, and seeing things, there's more to it. There's got to be more to it. And it's just a matter of getting to that point where we can get him to understand that more is coming, that not everybody has to be in blue pants. And when he realizes that, then the next door will open and the next door will open. And that's that's where we're at. That's where we're trying to kind of move through all of this. 
I don't know the answers. I don't know where the answers will come from. I do know that we need answers. I do know that we need to move forward from these moments. I don't know the solution, but I've got to keep working with Owen to find those solutions. He stood with me waiting for the bus, and he went through all of these words and all of these connections, and he is beyond intelligent. He he just <laughs> amazes me to no end how much he has hold on um, to details that he learned when he was itty bitty. He you know is very excited about school, and he has the perfect teacher for him because. She embraces him in the moments and challenges him to grow and learn and very supportive, not only of him, but of me. And sometimes that's as important as helping your son grow because she's supporting me in being able to support my child. And and that's where a lot of this is lost in translation because supporting Owen's great. But again, it's about how I handle a lot of this and how I learn to work with my son and grow with my son and and give him the opportunities and give him the strength to continue to grow and and move forward and, and find those answers. It's daunting some days. It's truly daunting to know that, you know, he's gonna scream at me because I haven't put on the right pants. I breathe because when I wear the different colored pants, he gets through it. He talks to me about it. He'll yell at me. He'll do something. But we have to keep going. We have to think through these moments and and follow those steps because it's going to be okay. He's going to move forward. But it's whether I want to sit there and be upset about him yelling at me because I put on, you know, green pants or camo pants or black pants or tan pants or khaki pants, as he calls them. You know, just what part of my day do I want to go through at that moment to push him forward? It's it's a hard decision because some days, like all of us, we wake up cranky. Some days we wake up in a beautiful mood. We can't wait to start our day. So he's the same way. He's the same emotional kid as an emotional mama. And so I judge him in that morning, in that moment, and say, can I push the envelope? Can I not push the envelope? And That's probably backtracking us 20 degrees every time I don't go forward and push the envelope. But I'm human. (laughs) I'm human. And you just get tired. I look at him and he's come so far. He stood waiting for the bus. And he was so excited to tell me, places and animals and fruits and foods and things that started with every letter in the alphabet. And he knows so many languages and he knows how to say so many things. And we just stood there waiting for the bus. And usually he wants me to translate a lot of things on my phone. And we did that too, but he just got so excited to share that pizza and popcorn and quince were all foods. And he 
just kept going and going and going and going. And it just brings so much light to my heart because he's jumping up and down and he's excited to share his knowledge. He's excited to share how brilliant he is with me and what he wants out of the day and where he's going and all of these moments. And so I'm excited to know that he's going to be doing these things. And it's just amazing to me that we can do each one of these, these things together. I'm, I'm so excited for his future and I'm so excited for all of the little things that he's learning and doing and, and being. So it's awesome to me that we've come this far. You know, I don't have, like I said, the answers. I'm searching for the answers. I'm searching for the person that says, hey, this is how we get through blue pants. Step by step, don't break the code, don't walk away, don't do anything. I just want that direction and I need that direction and we'll get those directions. We will get them, we'll figure it out. He's got an amazing team of people that are very supportive of us. He's got so many therapists and he's got so many doctors that are helping us get through these stages. And we will find it. We will get to that point. It's amazing. It's, you know, great that we have this beautiful team that are helping him. And, you know, when I ask a question or I suggest something, they're on board. They're helping me. They're helping my son grow. They're finding ways to work with us and, you know, taking my ideas or, or their suggestions. And we're just all working together. And that's the important part. That's finding those moments, finding what is in the stars to help my child. He is so excited about riding a tractor with Goofy right now. Um, he likes to watch the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, and right now he's watching and watching and watching um, the episode with them on the farm. And he has gotten so excited about riding this tractor. And so we, we go, um, and there's a store that has all of the tractors sitting out there, the lawnmowers, um, and he wants to sit on the red one. And I'm pretty sure it's because Goofy sits on the red one. And he asks about it every day. And he asks about going to the park with his friends. And he asks about going to see the firefighters. And he asks about doing all of these things. And I love it because for a while, he didn't want to go anywhere. And the last couple of days, even though he says he wants to go someplace, he hasn't wanted to go someplace, but that's okay. You know, that he, he's got the ideas of where he wants to go and what he wants to do. And he knows that tomorrow he goes to therapy and he gets to go back and ride the tractor. So, Today, he wants to go to the park. Today, he wants to go see the firefighters. We'll see if he wants to do either one of them when he gets home. But 
it's exciting. It's it's a new adventure for us to, to our new old adventure because he used to want to go to places and then that kind of stopped. So that's another part of the process that I'm trying to learn and find out how to get through those moments of do I push him? Do I just say okay, this is not a good day. If he doesn't want to go someplace, where do I go from here? How do I keep him moving forward? How do I keep myself moving? forward because knowing that I'm going to walk out that door and it could cause a huge meltdown is hard. It's emotional. So I have to learn how to process this and move forward. The journey is ever evolving. The journey is always changing. It's it's one of those things that I have to learn how to adapt. I have to learn how to move forward. I have to learn how to live my life, and also help Owen to grow. That's a hard concept sometimes because you're so involved in what's happening with your child that you stop. You think you don't have time to do your things. So that's where I'm at right now. I'm trying to kind of reinvent my wheel. I'm trying to make sure that I continue to grow and I am evolving and I am doing the things that I need to do and and taking care of myself. So that's where I'm kind of at right now is is I have to make sure that I'm the healthiest best me to take care of my son. And that's just a matter of going out to lunch or going you know and doing the activities that I haven't done in so very long or just making sure that I get the things that I want or need to do and you know it, it's it's that balance and I think we're all kind of working through those moments where we are growing as ourselves and and that's the very important part of this Autism was not important to me until autism was important to me. And I'm there. I am so invested in my son and trying to learn what's best for him. You know, I I just want to help him grow. I want to help me grow. And sharing my emotions gets this all out, gets this to the point where I'm looking at things and going, okay, well, you know, maybe I need to reevaluate that or or sit there and, and think through this. So that's where I am at today. And I'm so thankful that my son said he needed to talk to me about apples and bananas and carrots and quince and all the other fruits and vegetables that we talked about for the five minutes we waited for the bus. That's the important stuff. That's the moments where I see the light in his eyes, I see him shine, and I'm so very thankful. And I'm thankful for all of you spending this time with me today and, and listening. Uh, it's It truly is about the journey of love through this. And that's where I'm at today. That's where I'm growing and I'm learning and I'm loving. You know, live life forward and continue to grow, continue to learn, continue to find your path. 
I thank you for listening today and please reach out to me on my sweetbabyo.com, my website, or you can find me on Facebook at Sweet Baby O. And you'll hear the song Down This Road at the beginning and then you'll hear the rest of it here at the end. Uh, it's a song that was written for me about our journey of autism and Owen loves to sing the song. It's called Down This Road. It was written by Marcus Oglesby uh, with the band Creek Don't Rise. Thank you and have a wonderful day. Life ain't always what we thought it would be. Sometimes heavy is the load. I won't give up on you. Don't give up on me Take my hand Down this road Take my hand Down this road And understand I understand You don't understand I am when you cry and I don't know why I'll make you smile when you cry where this road will lead nobody knows just come with me Let's see just how far it goes Take my hand Take my little hand Walk with me And if you can Understand I didn't plan for this road I'm on But here I stand And life ain't always what we thought it would be Sometimes heavy is the load I won't give up on you Don't give up on Take my hand down this road. Take my hand down this road. Take my hand.